Welcome back to episode number 125 of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group, and I publish the website theweeklydriver.com. My co-host and friend is Bruce Aldrich, and today for our 125th episode, we have on a woman I met briefly a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago now, at the LA Auto Show. Her name is Deb Pollock. Pollock? I almost, I didn't angle it. Deb Pollock, I beg your pardon. Deb Pollock is the founder and runs, uh, with her husband, I believe, uh, an, an organization called Drive Toward a Cure. And it's, a, from what we know about it, it's, it's doing great things to raise money for um, Parkinson's disease. And I would venture to say almost everybody uh, has a friend or a relative who's been afflicted by uh, Parkinson's. And so Deb is doing this great thing every year to raise money uh, with um, rallies and functions across the United States in different areas. And um, she's our guest today to talk all about the program she has. So welcome, Deb, to our our podcast. Thank you very much for being available. Thank you, James. Appreciate it very much. Just two quick things I'd, I'd just love to just say. Um, yeah, um, I am the founder of this organization. My husband is not a part of it. Um, I beg your pardon. He's, he's, he's a supporter, but he's not, he's not part of the whole program. Um, my partner in cause is a gentleman by the name of Mark Davidson, who um, has been with me since the beginning inception of this, as well as a colleague professionally for probably 20 years, and Mark is based in Toronto, and Mark has a company called Intelligent Communications, and he helps us with our branding and our website and all of the visuals that you see out there, and he's really more my partner in cause. So I'd love to say it's my husband, but uh, he's kind of my travel husband, I guess. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for setting me straight. I made an assumption there, and, and so thanks for, for filling us in. Um, could you give us an overview of what precipitated the organization and um, what what's it all about in in a good general overview? Sure, sure. Well, I unfortunately lost my mom to Parkinson's in 2006, and um, and it was you know a trying, challenging experience. And and I've been a part of the automotive community for a god awful long time, probably since the late 80s. And part of my role as a publicist in in automotive has been including product launches and doing things that are interactive with cars. And in 2006, um, I was working with Ferrari North America and Maserati, and one of our um, very big friends and, and parts of Maserati and Ferrari was a gentleman by the name of Phil Hill, who I'm sure you're aware of. Never heard and of him. Phil was, <laughs> Phil was America's first Formula One champion. Yes, Phil he was. was. Phil and his family based in Santa Monica and are good good friends of mine, and unfortunately, Phil was facing the cha- same challenge as he had Parkinson's. And when he turned 80 um, through Ferrari and Maserati, we decided to ask him to come out to a, um, a test day for the press up at Laguna Seca, and we surprised the press by bringing out Phil uh, for his 80th birthday celebration and bringing out a Maserati MC-12 and his son and giving Phil, which turned out to be his, his final time on a racetrack. And we felt that we were kind of the bookends of, of Phil's racing career because his first big race was back in 1958 in REMS in a Maserati. I think it was a 250 GT or something. And, and then we, the last drive that he was in was the Maserati MC-12 that his son drove on the track. Yes. And when we brought him out, there was not a dry eye in the house, and it was a wonderful day for him. He was happy, and it was a wonderful day for us. 
And unfortunately, um, later that year, he had passed away. Mm-hmm. And after he passed away, we took his car out to the Danville Concours, and they, in turn, were, were friends of Phil's, and they were raising money for Parkinson's at the time, and both he and my mom were treated at the Parkinson's Institute, where they were raising money for. And so I had gotten previously for Ian Maserati involved in the charity program, and when Phil passed away, they, they kind of separated and I stayed on, but we brought the MC-12 back and said, you know what, we want to do some passenger hot laps in Phil's name and raise some money. And so we brought that MC-12 and Derek Hill back to Laguna Seca, and we sold passenger hot laps, and I didn't know what to charge, you know. I yes. thought, you know, what do you do for something like that? And I charged like 250 bucks, and in an hour and a half, we raised $7,500. Fantastic. And wow. it was a wonderful experience. We took the car out to the track, we did the hot laps, and filled my purse with money and went to the Parkinson's Institute and said, this is all, you know, in Phil's name. And I continued working with the Danville program for a number of years as a volunteer and said to them, you know what, we're in a really high net worth area. We're with people that really enjoy driving cars. We should include in your weekend of car events because they did a car show and they also did a, um, a gala dinner at the Black Hawk Museum. I said, you know, we should do a drive. We should do something interactive to get these people out there and participating. So we started a one-day tour and it was just for lunch where you went from the Walnut Creek area up to uh, Napa, mm-hmm. and we chose a different winery every year and raised some money. And, and that went on under my domain for like eight years, and people kept saying, you know, wh- why don't we do a weekend? And I never had time because I do work full-time. This is, this is really just, you know, my volunteer efforts, and I happen to be the, the publicist for a, a small uh, boutique restoration house called Singer Vehicle Design. It's a Porsche company. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm busy all the time with that. And I said, well, I don't really know that I'm going to have the time. And they kept asking. And then in 2016, my mom would have turned 90. And it was 10 years after she was gone. And I said, gosh, if I don't start something official now, it's never going to happen. And so we started Drive Toward a Cure. I went to my partner in Cause Mark, who um, I had brought over to help on the Danville program as well. And he and I had worked together for years at Ferrari and Maserati. And I said, why don't you help me with this? And, and together we decided we're going we're gonna to create Drive Toward a Cure. And it began as a you know, weekend um, multi-day rally kind of a program yes. for, in, for enthusiasts to participate for several days for a good cause and, um, and, and to see where it would go. And so we did one to two of those a year, and, and it was really great. We became a 501c3 in 2016, and, and I didn't know at that time what more to do, but it seemed like people were interested. And so we started doing them annually, and then I reached out to car clubs throughout the nation and organizations and said, hey, do you guys want to do your own one-day event? And it could be on our behalf. And a lot of Ferrari clubs and Porsche clubs have come on board throughout the country, and they've been doing these annually for us. And some of them charge as little as, you know, $50 a person, but it all adds up. And, and that amount of money was extremely helpful to us because in 2018, when we had the devastating fires in California, we immediately created a California wildfire grant fund. And we took all the money that those groups had raised that year, and we opened it up to have people that had Parkinson's apply to us if they were part of the devastating situation and needed a little bit more support with patient care. 
So they were able to apply to us, and we could, in turn, give them some money to help them with trailers, help them with walkers, medicines, things that they needed. And so that was really a wonderful thing to do. Uh, we contribute every year for, on the research side to Michael J. Fox Foundation. We're aligned still with the Parkinson's Institute. And then this past year, we signed on to be part of the Parkinson's Foundation as a beneficiary as well. And that was pretty wonderful because they have 35 different centers of excellence throughout the country. And we chose six regions where we're having events. And we have um, taken a big amount of money that we had and divided that up between the six regions to help also with patient care so that we can help and assist individuals if they need transportation to go to clinical trials, if they need housing while they're at those trials. Because, you know, once they go for trials, they can get free medication and, and be able to continue helping themselves for patient care. Yes. So, so my goal, while I still believe in research and do give a lot to Michael J. Fox, um, I, I definitely want to find avenues that can support individuals because we're just a little organization. I'm, I'm proud of what we've done. You know, since 2016, we've raised more than $300,000, and we don't have anybody on staff. It's just a few of us that are volunteers putting us together, and, um, and it's become, you know, pretty well known. I, I have journalists that come on my trips, and they're sponsored by manufacturers to attend, so the manufacturer promotes by, by, you know, getting a nice test drive, a nice long test drive in their own vehicle, and we get a journalist that's going to write a lovely story about us, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> and um, so, so we've, you know, we've had articles in Rob Report, in Auto Week, and, you know, tons of auto publications. So we're, we're, gaining, we're gaining ground, and people are starting to recognize what we do and why we're doing it. Deb, let me in, uh, interject here. This year, uh, when is the first event? And uh, give us some idea of uh, different parts of the country where the events are going to take place, and what's first on the yeah. horizon? Uh, well, the next up, we, we've been aligned with the NCM Motorsports Park in Kentucky, where the National Corvette Museum is for, this will be the third year, and they are kind enough to allow us to have an open touring laps day every year. Mm-hmm. And, and last year we did it, and I brought out uh, Sean Kiernan, who was the gentleman who owned the original Bullet, and we did a nice lunch and learn session, and you know people could go out on the track for different sessions and do open touring laps and that's a one-day program, and this year we're doing it again for the third year on on April 3rd, but uh, I had some friends that had come on our program previously, and they said, well, we want to come out to Kentucky, and we want to do that, but while we're there, we want to go on the bourbon trail. So I said, wait, hold that thought. Let's Mm -hmm. create a getaway weekend. So we have a getaway weekend coming up. That weekend, after the touring laps day, we're going to drive down to Louisville and spend two nights in Louisville, which I know I'm pronouncing wrong, it's like, okay. There, there's another Southern way to say it. Yes. Louisville. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to be in a historic hotel. We're going to have dinner at a couple speakeasies. We've got a motor coach taking us out on the bourbon trail so that nobody drinks and drives. And then on Sunday, we're going to do a nice drive back to the Nashville area and have lunch at the Bavarian Beer House and do a tour of the Lane Museum, that's the Lane great. Motor Museum. Bruce, so, would you like so to that's, interject that's something? That's the first thing coming up. Gotcha, boy. That that's a that's a killer trip there. That bourbon. Yeah, that's that's. But uh, that, I also saw. I was looking on there. Like you say, there you get together with uh, clubs from all over the country, and I saw one say yeah. say in Sacramento where James and I are, 
and it's the local yes. Ferrari club. And you Ferrari might, club, like, they've what, done it for a couple of years already. And what have they done, yes. for example? They don't. Is it an overnight as well, or just a day? Theirs, theirs has not been an overnight. Theirs has been a one-day program, and they set up their own drives. And last year, they, they did something down near the Railroad Museum, and the year before, they went out to some wineries, and it's whatever they choose to do, and they get quite a large group of people. And even though it's the Ferrari Club, they do open it up to people of other manufacturers if they'd like to participate. That was a so question I had. So if, yeah. if, if you're not in the Ferrari Club, even if you had a Ferrari, you could, you could come along. Absolutely, 100%. All of, and, and the majority of these groups do do that because they want to help us raise money. So it's really nice. We've got a Porsche club in North Carolina that is going on there. I think this will be their third year as well. And the beginning of May, they're going out to Top Sail Island, and they're doing an overnight. And also last, last summer, the Ferrari Club in Ohio, um, it was the second year that they participated for us, and they did an overnight somewhere in Ohio. That was really beautiful. And so, you know, we've got people coming on board, and we're, we're anxious, you know, to get as many groups as we can. And just like all of our events, we have a, a, a Northeast adventure coming up. It's going to be our first time going out there in the fall, and we're doing a fall foliage tour. And that's going to start in Boston area. We're going to register at the Lars Anderson Automotive Museum, and we'll be driving up through Vermont and New Hampshire at the height of fall foliage and spending the weekend in Lake George. That sounds and great. And so it should be should be beautiful. That's going to be in October, and it's uh, over Columbus Day weekend. Wow. So, and, and people actually can, they don't have to drive their car out to New England from some of the, from the West Coast, for example. You can actually no, rent to classic cars when you get back there. Is that correct? Yeah, they absolutely can. Um, Haggerty's Drive Share is is a partner of ours and they've been a big supporter since our inception and they usually um, create like a little curated collection of cars so if people don't want to ship their car there's one alternative for them to to rent a Haggerty drive share car and then drive share is kind enough to give us a percentage of that as well That's great. so we, yes. we we try to make money any way we can <laughs> do they also do uh, fundraisers during the event you know i don't know have raffle prizes or something we do we do raffles. We do auctions. If you know of any nice things that can be donated, we will certainly take them. And we, we aim for, on the big events, we aim for experiences. We raised a lot of money last year. Um, McLaren has been a big supporter of that for us. They typically give us a, uh, tr- you know, to go out to the U.K. to be in their, uh, their factory and to do a, factor- a private tour of their technology center and their design center and the manufacturing of McLaren, and then we team that with a five-star hotel. That's great. Wow. Hey, on, on a lighthearted note, um, just I can't help but ask this one. I I noticed a reference to uh, people should have fun, uh, which they do. I'm sure it's all for the, a great cause, as we know. But it's not a competition. <laughs> I think I read a reference to that. It's have, true. <laughs> have there been moments? You know, have we, there been moments? Uh, well, you know, fortunately for us, it um, people have been pretty pretty safe. And we get, we get a really nice collection of people. We have every type of car that goes from vintage on up to luxury and exotics. Yes. But uh, we, do, we do our own routing, and we do the tulips, like in the real routes. And yes. we also, to appease some of the navigators, and we don't want husbands and wives to get into arguments, we still um, <laughs> list the real instructions in the back for those that, don't, that aren't as comfortable reading the tulips. 
but um, but we have stops along the way. We have fun questions. We do we do what we call a special stage usually, which is in a big parking lot with coned off courses, and that's really the only competition that we do. And we set it up so there is a time and a challenge in that. And but otherwise, it's really just more about a scenic journey and about people having cars and camaraderie. That's great. Have has the uh, has it in the few years that you've done it um, has the type of people who have participated change? Is it a younger crowd, a, a full mix? Who, who's, who's, you know, it's uh, really nice because mm-hmm. it's, been a, it's been a real mix of people. We get everything from a father and son bonding trip. Um, I had two young best, younger best friends who um, were celebrating their 20th year of friendship, and they, they met at our event to, to go together because they live in different parts of the country. Um, we've had, um, you know, a lot of couples I've got last year, we went to Yosemite in May and, oh my gosh, we were thinking it was going to be gorgeous May. People would go hiking when they got up there. May 18th, we got totally snowed on. It was crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but I mean, it was, it was really fun and we had return guests that have been coming back to our programs and we had people from 10 different states. So it's really starting to catch on. It's not just, you know, where's the event and we can only get local people. We've got people coming from all over the country. Was that the Ferrari guys that got snowed on? Who was that? Who was the car club? Uh, well, uh, no, it was, it was our trip. It was all of us. We, we did our, 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 Southern, our California adventure program, and we went to Yosemite. And so it was all different cars that got oh, okay. snowed on. And, and, in fact, the funny part was was we have a couple from S- Sacramento that you might know. Do you know Todd and, and, Todd and Wendy Wilson? He's got the XK120. No. Well, I should know him, yeah. but we don't. But, well, now we will. I, we'll, well, find I, I <laughs> actually, we'll find him. We'll go find him. Yeah, I, I actually met him the first time I came up to the Ferrari, um, the, the Ferrari event, the, the club in Sacramento, when they did their drive, and he was there with his XK120 and um, Jaguar. And and then he wrote to me when he found out we were doing the Yosemite trip and said that he wanted to, to come on it. And he and his wife, you know, are very committed to driving that top down. Oh, <laughs> you boy. You know, no issues. And um, and so, you know, they, they their car had a couple of brakes up um, along the way, and then, and then they were able to get roadside assistance, and they got taken care of, and then they finally made it up to us in Yosemite at like 10 o'clock at night, and a group of us went up to their room and brought them dinner in their room and a little candle to celebrate <laughs> that they wow. made it with us. And, um, and actually, Haggerty uh, ended up giving them the Haggerty, um, Haggerty Choice Award that year for the favorite car that was on the trip. And, um, and he, his car, I've got some photos of that car and that car covered in a little bit of snow and it, it, they, everybody was such good sports. It, it didn't really matter. It was wonderful. That now, was Dan, one of the first models I ever made was a 120 Jag. I love that car. It's fabulous. Debbie, you've been really involved in the, in the auto industry a very long time. Um, do you have uh, a vintage car or two of your own with your family or friends? And, or, and if you do, what, what do you like to drive around in? Um, I have, I, well, I bought, I bought a replica of a 57 Speedster a mm-hmm. number of years ago. And um, I'd love to have had a real one, but we sent our son to USC, and uh, that's kind of my, my real 356. Gotcha. It's all invested in my son. But, um, but the, the 57 Speedster is a great car. It's kind of become my little mascot. It's come on all my California rallies. Great. And, and it's a lot of fun to drive around. And even though it's a replica, I mean, people stop me everywhere. It's such a happy little car. They want to take pictures of it. They think it's great. 
you know, and so so I have that. It's not a daily driver, but it's a fun driver to have. And then my daily driver is a, a, a 911. Uh, it's a, an old one. I've got a 99 uh, Cabriolet, and it's a, a Carrera 4. Nice. And it's only nice got car. about 60. Yeah, it's only got about 60,000 miles on it, and I'm pretty happy with it, so no complaints. You're turning heads with whatever car you drive, and <laughs> I'm sure you're, you're, you're a very quiet, unre- uh, very private person, I can tell, so I'm sure that um, you're attracting attention for all kinds of reasons. You're very lively and, and have a good personality, and you're out there, and I bet you if somebody stops to talk to you about your cars, they're probably surprised on some level how much knowledge you have about it. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've been fortunate. I've kind of grown up in this industry, and, and it's been a wonderful thing because, you know, even though we're such a big industry, we're really small. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, everybody seems to know everybody, and, and no matter where you work, you've got a common bond, and we're kind of all in this together, both on the car side, and it's the same thing I say with Parkinson's, you know. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. We're, we've got a cause, and, and we all can relate, and we bond over different things, and it's, it's just been wonderful. Yes. No complaints. No complaints. You know, I started I started when I was in my early 20s and it was and it's been a blessing for me to be in this field. It really has. Well, away from away from uh not to and not to take it away too much, but working for those two other companies that you worked for, those are some pretty iconic uh manufacturers and I bet you you've had some good stories and good experiences with Ferrari. Um as well as uh, Maserati over the years. Did, did you ever own either yeah. one of those? No, no, no okay. that I never did. <laughs> but um, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to drive quite a few. Yes. And, um, and they're wonderful. But I'll tell you, before that, I also worked with um, Mitsubishi Motors in their good days before I went to Ferrari. In their, well, I shouldn't say good days, in their better days. There you go. Their, I was when, gonna... <laughs> when, they were, when they were really, you know, coming up in the world. And, um, and the people that I met when I was in my early 20s that I started with there. I'm still friends with now, and we all kind of grew up together in the industry. We all got married at the same time, had kids at the same time, and we're all still friends, and that's been a really lovely part of the car industry, too. You know, you keep these connections, and it's been really, really nice. Well, Deb, um, thanks for uh, being our guest today on the Weekly Driver podcast. We've uh, Learned a lot in the last 25, 30 minutes. Really appreciate it. The, could you take us through the, the website and how people contact you? Sure. Um, please go to drive toward a cure, and that's .org, O-R-G. And, uh, and you'll find all of the information on every one of our events. You can find Drive Toward a Cure Days if you wanted to create your own program. We would relish that, and we would help you set up your own page and URL on our site, and we can take registration there. We can help you with anything, and that's the easiest way to find us. Well, thank you for that. We'll do our part on our end with our podcast um, to let the listenership uh, know we're, we're on my site, uh, theweeklydriver.com, but of course it goes to the all the major podcast outlets that are out there. People can find um are archived. Now it'll be 125 episodes, as I've mentioned. So we really want to thank uh, Deb uh, Pollock for being our guest today on the Weekly Driver podcast. It's a great uh, way to raise money for, a, as we all know, a horrible uh, disease. And um, Deb, thanks again and, and appreciate all your thank help you. and, and explaining what you have going on there. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Absolutely. Deb. Appreciate you both. Thank you so much. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.